Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Our guest is Gil Lopez. He runs Smiling Hoghead Ranch in Long Island City, Queens. Have you ever been out there, Dave? Yeah, I actually have. Uh, Dave and I would like to remind you that uh, on iTunes, please go out there and... Uh, give us a rating and also write something to us. Something nice. Yeah, write something nice for D- Dave. Why are you being so just? I'm just, curt? I want you're you're that bad word. Just say uh, something nice. That's it. Okay, let's get the show started. Welcome to Six Unseemly Questions. I'm your host, Victor Varnado. And sitting right next to me is my lovable sidekick, Dave Rosinski. I don't know if I like that one that much. What? Lovable sidekick? You are. You're very lovable. lovable. I keep getting demoted on this show. Love is not a demotion. Remember when I was the leader and now I'm like... Love is not a demotion, Dave. It is not a demotion. Now, uh, our guest today is... all right, like I, I should, I should actually say our contestant today is uh-huh. Gil Lopez. Thanks for coming to the show, Gil. Welcome to the yeah, show. Uh, I think you're gonna have a, a lot of fun uh, in our studio audience fun. right now. We have Malia Sias hey. and Margot Reese. Hey. Yeah. All right, both together, ready to rock and roll. I think we should get to our very first question, Gil. Don't you? Want, actually, let me tell you the rules, and then we'll get to our very first question. All right. I'll say the rules it. of the show are this: I'm going to ask you six questions, and depending on your answer, I will ring a bell or not ring a bell. I'll ring the bell if I like your answer. It sounds like this. Uh, and I won't ring the bell if I don't like your answer, and I'll tell you why. Uh, at the end of the show, no matter how many bells you've gotten, uh, we'll decide whether or not your appearance on the show is worth giving you $5. All right. That's the American that? way. That sounds Does like all that make sense? Yeah, I got No it. matter there's how many bells you've gotten, there's we a, are there's going a, to decide. There's an question. There's an arbitrary bell at the end. Oh, it's not arbitrary, my friend. <laughs> no, he's right. It, it is all arbitrary. I mean, it's not arbitrary. It is based on my whim, but uh, if my whim is arbitrary, then yes. It's all up to Victor here. Okay, Which so... One is that? First question. Gil, here it comes. Uh, uh, what's something you hate that everyone else loves? Mm, it used to be chocolate for a long time, but... Uh, you used to hate chocolate? I used to hate chocolate, but <laughs> I, I enjoy it now. What, what do I hate right wow, now? Wow, how did that change? I'm still... I'm one of the few anti-chocolate people. I like it a little sometimes, but what happened, man? I don't know, man. I got I got back into it light with like milk chocolate, and then I got I'm starting to get back into that dark chocolate, and I'm enjoying it now. Yeah, I don't eat seafood either. People drive me insane about that one too. How long did you not like chocolate for, though? Since I was like seven, my mom runs a bakery, and she would like have me there during Christmas time. It was super busy, mm-hmm. so I had to be there with her and. I would bug her and she would, and I'd ask for cookies and brownies and like one of everything. One day she just told me to get a box and I went and grabbed that box and then she told me to fill it up with whatever I wanted. And I did. She said, have fun. <laughs> <laughs> and I went crazy on some chocolate, man. And I got sick. I, I was not feeling good about that chocolate after that. Uh, and so then you were for many years after that, but until like 
like 20 years, 30? Like how long did it take you to start liking chocolate again? About 30 years. Were you wow. scared of like gingerbread men? No, nah, no, nah, I love like gingerbread. Years? I love gingerbread. It's just like chocolate itself, like cacao, like the uh-huh. chocolate. Do you know, are you I familiar? Like brownies. Are you familiar with uh, Count Chocula? Oh, yeah. So, and you're not, you're not with that program? No, nah, not really. I, I have nothing against Count vampires necessarily, but I, I wouldn't with the chocolate. Are you down with Lucky Charms? Hell yeah. I mean, except for you, the, the sugar, it's just a bunch of cheap way to sell things. Are you so down I'm not with, really down with Lucky Charms. But, but are you down with Cocoa Pebbles? Yeah, I mean, all that shit was the bomb whenever I was a kid. But, uh, oh, wait, Cocoa Pebbles? Not Fruity Pebbles, man. That's, uh-huh. I don't know. I know I know the answer to Fruity Pebbles. Everyone's going to say yes, but, well, you know, uh, Cocoa yeah. Pebbles is a different. You make some Rice Krispie Treat like uh, bars with those Fruity Pebbles. That's like crack for a little kid, man. Yeah, and for right. adults so too. I, you know, I what? I'm, right I'm not going to give you a bell on that question. I'll tell you sure. why. Because you never answered the original I never question. The original we question. just went off yeah. talking about. Well, that uh, wasn't my fault. That man, no, oh, don't blame it was me. Dave's fault. Was I agree. Dave. That was not yeah. my fault. He's really good. Dave's fault. Yeah, yeah. He, I, this no, guy is going to change the whole conversation. You into mean this cereals. guy? His name is Gil. I think Dave's hungry. His name is Gil. Did I bring up the cereals? Yeah, you did. Yes, you did. You brought up cereals. Oh, Count Chocula again. Damn it. No bell on that question, of course, but uh, Gil, uh, would you be kind enough to uh, tell me about the urban farm you work with? Sure. So I am a co-founder of Smiling Hogshead Ranch. It's a community-run urban farm collective in Long Island City. It's about five blocks away from the Creek in the Cave. Creek in the Cave, great spot to go for comedy, pinball, and uh, Mexican food. Yeah, then take a little walk and and go by the garden. We... um, we host weekly get-togethers. Season's coming to an end right now. You know, it's uh, it's November. Yeah. But uh, we'll get back at it next year, and we'll do some stuff over the, the winter. But we have about a half acre of land on Long Island Railroad, MTA property. Started as a guerrilla garden in about 20, 2011. Mm-hmm. And um, now we're legit. We're a nonprofit organization. We got a bunch of kids coming around for school tours with their teachers and uh we got about 45, 50 members that are working committees to do gardening and composting and build infrastructure and all sorts of fun but stuff. But now you're Sounds legit. Awesome. Are you saying that, like you used to not be legit? Yeah, we started as a guerrilla garden. You know, we didn't really ask permission of the MTA to start the garden. We, we, knew, we knew they wouldn't let us. What's so. that start like? Just like getting a plant in your apartment? Uh, in a, That's step one, I guess. Well, the step one was to find vacant property in New York City. All right, it's time for question number two, Gil. Yeah, let's do All it. All right, here it is. Question number two. What's the largest animal you think you could fight and win? This is a good question. Hmm. <laughs> Dave is on the edge of his seat for your answer. He really wants one. to know. Probably probably you... like a big-ish person, about Dave's size. A big-ish person. People or yeah. animals so you, is so, his answer. So... Of the largest animal you think you could fight and win is me. Yeah, is I'm not. I, 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 I feel a little <laughs> bit more comfortable fighting somebody that I can like feel out. But an animal, like a, a wild well, animal, no, Dave you didn't is say an wild. You're right. You didn't no, it didn't have to be wild. Animal. You're right. But what I'm saying is that I, what I'm saying is that whereas Dave is a you know an Dave Dave an is an animal, but like a smaller animal than Dave, like say a wolverine. Like I think maybe you could take down. You don't think I could? A Wolverine? Is that what you said? 
like I, a, an, an any but, sort of animal that. But I'm saying a wolverine that you might maybe couldn't take down is smaller than Dave. I, I asked right. the largest animal. Yeah. You could, and I'm, so I'm giving you the answer. You think All right, you could, so it's you Dave. Could, you, I get, and and basically any animal that's smaller than Dave. Who do you think would win fight? Oh, me any or Victor? animal that's smaller than that's Dave. That's what you're asking. You. Yeah. Yes, that's exactly right. You're right, and. Uh, I, I stand corrected on my trying to correct you because I thought you couldn't take down a Wolverine, but of course you don't, you're you don't like, think yeah. I could take down a Wolverine. I don't think you could, but if you're confident you can, I'm going to take you at your word. What about, do you think you I could? I mean, if a Wolverine like ambushed me, it would get the upper hand, but Let's, if I'm like tracking oh, we're, a, we're talking animal. super intelligent alien Wolverines in that case, if they're going right. to ambush you. What about, right, what you about a kangaroo? Do you think you could take out a kangaroo? Yeah. So you versus the kangaroo, so we need to go bigger than kangaroo? I mean, a kangaroo your size. There's kangaroos that are huge. But, All right, so you know, everything has to be my size. About your size, yeah. I like when people underestimate me. <laughs> are you good sure? good asset for fighting. You don't know. Like, he, this is a guy who just started farming on MTA property. Which is cool, he yeah. He could have a dark past. Yeah. You don't know. He could probably yeah, take he's you. Probably you never f- know. He's probably farmed on other train property. Before. I mean, I'm just saying you don't just start farming... You don't start farming on MTA property unless you've got balls. I'm just saying you don't just you don't just start that. Yeah, I guess if you're hanging out by the tr- down by the tracks in the first place. I reckon to be honest with you, about half of the people I started with, I started with ten other people, and half of them were female. So, uh huh. And I did don't you know guys all would have to do with it? Was it all like you uh, you I, met by the tracks, or like because everyone was hanging out down there? Nah, man, we were looking for vacant property in New York City. I was using balls as in its literary influence to mean yeah, yeah. chutzpah. You knew that. Gotcha. You just wanted to say balls, like, and and you just wanted to say balls. Uh, women don't have balls. I was I was saying that. <laughs> did, I miss, that did I miss something here? It, like, there's an implica- implication that you gotta have like cojones to do something like that, and like the, I did this with a bunch of women. No, and, I actually, like, I no, I agree. Sure, with you. they have cojones I, too. But. I 100 percent agree with you. It's like a. Uh, uh, definitely a, like a male leaning uh, descriptive thing, and I, I'm slowly trying to excise though excise those things from my vocabulary in general. Is, I, I haven't completely, of course, because some things like I don't it doesn't I don't connect. You know, I don't it doesn't I don't connect yeah. that it impacts at all. All right, uh, I'm gonna give you a bell on that. I also think you could take Dave. Okay, so <laughs> really, let's go to the next question. Uh, this is question number three. Question number three. Is squatting wrong? No. No? Because some people will say yes and some people will say no, which is you. Uh, so tell me, tell me about it and why it's not wrong. Uh, squatting is the act of taking adverse possession from property that's not being used. Uh-huh. Um, and I don't think it's wrong in the situations that I'm exposed to here in New York city. Um, I think it could be wrong in other areas, but I don't, I don't know. The, the more that I think about it in this context, the more I'm more less likely to want to argue for any individual's property rights that aren't exercising those rights. If you own land, especially if you own uh, a building that someone could occupy and have housing in, then not using it is unjust and housing is a right. And if someone doesn't have it and it means that they have to occupy a building to get it, but it's not their building, then I think that's the just thing to do. Um, Damn straight. If you're talking about mm-hmm. uh, 
land and uh, agricultural land in like a foreign country. Um, yeah, I, I, I think that that has the same thing. Like if, if I wanted to buy land in uh, Venezuela right now and like just grow crops on it and uh, but I never used it or something and somebody else started growing crops on it, I think that would be appropriate. For me, like I can just say, I mean, well, this is true with everything. There are, there is the overall sense of whether something is right and wrong. And then there's also like circumstance by circumstance, of course. Like, I mean, by your description, this isn't even squatting. But if someone is like in an apartment, they just decide they're going to stop paying rent, but they're going to stay there as long right. as they legally possibly can. Yeah. I mean, it depends on what their relationship is with the person. Because you don't know if you're like, the is cool- it a building where... They, it's a terrible person who's a landlord and they haven't been fixing it and, and, and they're trying to force people out because they want to sell the building right. or is it just somebody who just doesn't want to pay? Right. That's also, you know, it. it's, I, I would say circumstance by circumstance. Yeah, but in like that people case, who but, do that in, in New York, they eventually end up paying because all, you know, people take them to court. So you can stay for like two years. They'll make you pay that back, you know? Well, that's true, but you that's end up, different. You, you end up how taking you guys, a risk. How did how did you guys get the the land in LIC? The the uh, plot. Well, the, we were we were there. We just like worked our asses off to try and establish a little tiny. But that wasn't as quickly a, as we it could. wasn't a squatting situation. There's right? no building. There's no. Uh, I mean, it was kind of squatting. It's, it's just like. But it's MTA you know, property, it's like MTA set aside property. for. Uh huh. Because uh-huh. I know exactly what spot you're talking about. Where all those train tracks. Yeah. Kind of converge, and there's that mm-hmm. lot of trains right to the left. Yep. In yeah. in the in the case of your garden, I mean, you are absolutely right because now everybody agrees with you. Well, that's the the point of a direct action is to do something that uh, bends the rules in the way that you think is more just, and you try to convince everyone around you that the way that you're doing it is better than the way the law that says you can do it. And that, I ag- I agree with that 100. percent I do that a lot of the time. I I work. Um, for quite a while as a television producer and when I'm on different productions sometimes I'll just do things because they make sense and then eventually everybody else will come around rather than I mean not not always though sometimes I get fired but you know whatever <laughs> whatever whatever happens well that's the risk that we take <laughs> yeah know? that's the cojones that you were talking about exactly those cojones all right so let's uh give that a big bell because that was a great discussion all right so we're moving on to question number four mm-hmm. uh What's the cheapest good meal you can make? Beans and rice. Beans and rice. Yeah. Very good. I, I I think that's what I think that's what I would pick. Um, but I don't know because you know more about food than I do, being a person who runs a, a farm. Uh, and I was wondering if you maybe had even more insight into stuff, especially because like when I want to make stuff, this this is all about me now. Uh, what I want to do because uh, I want to make like a bunch of little meals that I can do uh, during the day when I'm like running around and uh, I hate stopping to eat. Yeah. So I want to, I, I wish there was like a cube. If there was a cube I could take mm-hmm. that would just sustain me and make me happy. <laughs> like I would not eat. I would not stop to eat ever. Wait, do you, and, do you grow your own food or? I grow a lot of food. But I do, do you, a lot of dumpster diving. What do you? What do you mean dumpster You're diving? I, yeah, I'm freaking. Oh, you done the freaking thingin'? Yeah. Well, see, here's. I have, I have so many. I have so many questions about uh, f- uh, freaking so in, in general. I mean, the now. more that I, the more that I learn. Like, I mean, I, I don't know if you know the st- statistic day. Like, wait, wait, where we what waste. What exactly are freaking? Freaking. 
So just to clarify, I answered yeah. the question uh, according to what I thought you meant by the cheapest uh, or the most affordable meal that I could cook. Right. But I could I could produce a large amount of like cheese and bread and uh, like vegetables, sautéed vegetables. Do you make your own cheese? Nah, but there's a great cheese dumpster that I go to. Wow, cheese dumpster. It's crazy. Sounds awesome. Well, let's but, first of all let's explain what freegan is. Okay, for yeah. Dave. So, um, but thanks. So, in in modern America, there's uh, lots of waste, and that waste ends up on the mm. curb for the trash man to take to the landfill. Right, right. And if you just go and go through that waste and find out what's good, then you can basically live for free in New York City because this is one of the most wasteful cities in the world. Gotcha. Yeah, I mean, there's a, t- yeah, a there's statistic right now. There's stuff. like, I think it's like 47% of the food that we bring in, we just throw away. And that that's that's just food. If you start thinking about the housing stock in New York City that's sitting vacant mm-hmm. and the people that are hungry and, the, and homeless, it doesn't make fucking sense, man. No, I, I, I 100% agree with you. And yeah, so, it's tough to live in this town. I, no, you just use your you use your senses. You know, you look at it, you smell it, you give it a little taste, you see what's going on. And cheese, it's like is there bad cheese? The mold. It's How like you tell? I mean, you can tell when it's like fuzzy moldy, but when it's that crunchy moldy that cheese is good with, that's that's good. Well, cheese is supposed to be aged, right? It makes it good. Yeah, down. but I, I mean, I'm getting this cheese out of like a cold storage facility that's got, got like a dumpster. On so a, what do they on do? They, they, just, they store cheese. They just got to get rid but, for get a wholesale. Rid of but freeganism, is that right? Freeganism? Yeah. Okay, well, that's so interesting. Thanks for clarifying that. I, mm-hmm. Freeganism has been around for a while. Has has there been any headway? Because the, the waste that is happening is 100% clear. Have, has anything happened positively? Um, into diverting waste. I mean, for instance, you uh, you started your farm, and eventually the city came around. Has anybody come around on the freegan front? Like, because now that it's clear that everyone is wasting so much, are is has anything been done recently that you know about? About not wasting things, I, I to waste it to waste it less to use the waste. Like you yeah, as a freaking yeah, take the, stuff all the time. Like you as a freaking take the waste, and some people are like, oh, that's illegal. Don't dig through our trash and and take the oh, extra yeah. food. One, but one, one at one time, point, somebody uh, should be like, hey. One time, one of the bakeries that I used to dumpster at started giving their food to uh, City Harvest, which is amazing. It should have been done doing it a long time ago. Uh, if like, should definitely be donating to these to these organizations that accept food and get them. There's another one called Leftover uh, Cuisine, mm-hmm. and uh, you can volunteer with them, and they get food from like events uh, over to shelters and people that are hungry that are within a mile radius, which is pretty easy here in New York City, and that's crazy to think about. Like in New York City, all the time, there's food being wasted, and somebody could just like bring it over to the place that it needs to go. And all you have to do is volunteer and figure out. I mean, they're doing the logistics. Well, that's that's mm. like an American thing, right? America wastes mo- more food than anywhere else. Oh, it's a it's Earth, a cultural right? thing, and it started. You know, there's this consumption thing that started in the Industrial Revolution, and it's been exported. It's created insanely here in America, but it started in Europe, and uh, we we are now exporting that culture around the world. That's our number one export. Export is culture, American culture. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, we're making That's the we're making the planet more like us. <laughs> more more like dislike us. Mm-hmm. Next question. Uh, it is one in the same. 
because okay, we hate to, ourselves. I have to give a ruling on this question uh, before we actually move on. Uh, the cheapest meal. Actually, there was a great, actually, great conversation about freeganism. I liked it. All right, so let's move on to uh, question number five. All right, here we uh, go. Rounding one out. When was the last time you told someone else you're proud of them? Uh, maybe, what is it? Last weekend? Last weekend? Yeah. Oh, cool. Why, why did you tell that person they were proud? Do you mind sharing that? I mean, I feel like I tell people this all the time. I'm just trying to think of an exact time or way. Like, like actually said, I'm proud of you or mm-hmm. like giving someone an acknowledgement in a way that um, lets them know. It's a good question. We'll clarify that. Uh, yeah. yeah. And the only reason I'm going to clarify it is because you asked. There was actually no rule here. But we're going to say, when was the last time you actually said, I'm proud of you to someone? Hmm. That's that. That could have been a while. My memory doesn't serve me that. Usually, well. people say that at you know big events or milestones in people's lives where they achieve something, right? Uh, like, I, I guess I'm you can use it in a lot of, of different ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you could. You mean even saying it sarcastically? Because like, I say you, it sarcastically. You showed up on sometimes. time today, Dave. I'm proud of you. Yeah, and I would say mm-hmm. I'm very proud of you too. But I'm saying it sarcastically. Like I don't. Yeah, you, yeah. I, I, I usually don't use that term. I'm proud of you. I usually let people know in a different way. Well, how did you let the person know last week, uh, in what and in what way? Uh, I don't know. I, I. That's a that's a really go- great question. It, it makes me think about how often I do let people know that I'm proud of them. You know. But I, I think, um, I had a conversation with someone I'm close to about a week, week and a half ago. And they're they're going through a hard time because of uh, some stuff in their family, mm-hmm. and um, you know, I just tried to acknowledge that, you know, I, everything that they're doing on top of like the pain and trauma that they're going through, is uh, it's meaningful to 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 really stay on top of your life like that, and I didn't I don't know if I said I'm proud of you. You know, but I I let her know that what she was doing was important and that I respected it. Awesome. Well, that is, uh, I guess you know that is that is a great answer. However, uh, it doesn't really cover you actually saying the words "I'm proud of you" because you couldn't remember those. So no bell <laughs> on that one. But you know what? And, Obviously, and, you're a sincere, very nice guy, but no bell. Yeah, fair. Yeah, I'm, Let's move I'm on. proud of you. Has a little bit of a. Um, he, you were it's going, almost patronizing. You were saying sometimes. more of a, "I admire you for what you're going through" type of thing, right? That, yeah, that and, was more and of the a, way that, I, I admire and the way that what you, like, your strength I'm, or courage for adversity, right? Is that yeah? That's what I got and, and to some degree, for like, I'm proud of you. Like uh-huh. the just the string of the words together just seems wrong to me. It's like I'm I'm proud. I'm like I'm like that's some sort of like she's a reflection on me. Like I'm proud of you, you know. I think that I think that saying I'm proud of you, I I reserve that for very special. I don't tell people that I don't know very well that I'm proud of them. Mm-hmm. I I tell people that I'm proud of them if it means something, like really to them. Like if mm-hmm. if I know that they're waiting to hear, like if mm-hmm. they if they invest themselves emotionally into me, and that's 
where it's coming from. When I say that I'm proud of somebody, that's the type of person I say I'm proud of. I don't, I don't just say it to strangers. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be like, I'm proud of you to just any rando. <laughs> I think that's hilarious, Dave. Yeah, I think you don't so. Look- I think if you walked up to a random uh-huh. person and you're like, I'm very proud of you, I think they would take <laughs> that the wrong way. I actually think it's offensive for people to tell me, like, for instance, like, uh, uh, recently I was published in um, Mad Magazine. Uh, I, sold a, I sold a comic to Mad Magazine. Yeah. Uh, for my very first nice. time. And uh, uh, and people were like, Victor, I'm proud of you, like who I didn't know. And I'm just like, I don't want you to be proud of it. It just feels invasive. Oh, yeah. I'm but yeah. Oh, you know what? I think I do do that sometimes on Facebook, though. You're right. Yeah, I think yeah. I was happy I for like you it. when I mm. saw that. So you could be, stop you could being totally such a be jerk ha- about it. You could be happy for me. You know me very well. You could say you're proud of me, and I would take I it very well. I was kind of proud of you, but well, now I don't you. want to tell you. Uh, well, that's, thank you for telling me you're proud of me. He likes comic books, and he also draws, and so yeah. like we're both like we're both like art nerds. Yeah, no, I thought that was <laughs> really cool, man. You got published. That's awesome. It was a great joke, too. What uh, a great joke. Thank you. Hmm. All right, uh, it's time to move on to question number six. Question number six: uh, What's the worst job you've ever had? Oh man, the worst job that I had. I was like one of my first jobs. It was probably my second or third job, and uh, it was actually my friend's job. And he was out of town all summer, and I took the job over the summer. It was to clean out the cages at the veterinary's office on the weekend before the vet got there. Mm-hmm. And it was just like it ruined every like Friday, uh, Saturday and Sunday morning because I had to get up super early in the morning and the night before, you know, mm-hmm. and go clean out the cages of these sick animals. You know, it was very I mean, it was a terrible job, but it was really humbling at the same time, you know, and then I was supposed to have everything cleaned up by the time everybody got in, you know. So there's a certain amount of trust there, too, where I was like just a young kid and going in and open up the veterinary's office and cleaning out the cages of those animals. I was probably 14. Yeah, it's a tough job for 14. Cleaning up poop, basically. Yeah, and they were sick, too. So it was more, it was like, you know. It Just was, like fluids. Well, yeah, and then they're like lame oh. and scared, and and you know you got to pick them up and move them around because you got to you know the cages and everything. It's just you know. It sounds pretty sad. It was. It's a sad job. Yeah, it wasn't easy. Sad. How did you get it? Was it a reference? Yeah, my friend went out of town, and it was his job, so I kind of just like took it over for him did it pay know. well at least nah was it not, so it wasn't worth he's it he's 14 it did not pay well <laughs> so you still regret this is this a lifelong <laughs> no I mean I don't really like it was a life lesson but it was a life definitely See, like so in, in terms of like that question like what was the worst job yeah like that was probably it I mean I had some really <laughs> terrible bosses yeah. but the job was cool because I had like friends that are like people that I worked with that can, can hang out and do with and whatever but like that was the job itself was it was sad i'm gonna give you a bell you know why because somehow just like you're telling and the timber in your voice really brought me there mm-hmm. <laughs> this <laughs> it is really so affecting this is a very heartfelt episode it is <laughs> yeah. uh uh now gil uh so if people want to find out more about what you're doing where can they look on the worldwide uh web i'm thing? on the the Instawebs on Instagram and Facebook. Oh, yeah. Um, and I, my garden has a www.smilinghogsheadranch.org website. 
Right, smilinghogheadsranch.org. So yeah. what it, what, and both what, of those on Facebook and, and Insta. And I'm on Instagram at Glopez says G L O P E Z S E Z. What uh, what do uh, what are your programs for kids like? Like what you say you have programs for kids? Is it just tours with with schools, or is it also like specific things that you teach kids? Um, well, we we have a lot of uh, tours with schools um, mm. from third grade up to high school, and then college kids. Right. Um, we also do workshops um, that have all families and and all sorts of older folks and people from all over the Wait, place. Wait, so you get you get New York City public schools that come? Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. What yeah. do they think? They love it, man. They, love they it? eat it up. Yeah, yeah. It's beautiful. Like I, I have the, that you know, I don't get really paid for it, so it's not a job. It's just a yeah. thing that I like love to do. But it's so rewarding. Like uh, introducing these kids to compost and plants and having them nibble on little berries and fruits. Yeah, that's definitely something kids here don't do. They do when they come visit me. That's cool. <laughs> Nibble awesome. on berries and fruits. Yeah. Well, it's time to decide whether or not you get $5. All right. So uh, what do you think, Dave? My vote is yes. I think he's earned it. He, uh, he came. He answered your not-so-weird questions this time, honestly. <laughs> and, you know. Okay. So I, I feel like, you know, from the standpoint of playing along with you, then... I hope you brought $5 today. <laughs> I accidentally brought over $200. <laughs> That's perfect. In my pocket. Uh, I don't want to give all the $200 away, but I will I give, away, give it. it away in $5 increments, possibly. Uh, what do you think, Margo? Yeah, I gave a lot of like sincere, heartfelt answers. Uh-huh. And, yeah, why not? Uh, Margo says, why not? Okay. Uh, and over there, what do you think, Malia? I mean, he lives so frugally that like he deserves the five bucks. Like you, you know what I mean. Yeah. Like I think go do something special for yourself. <laughs> I think he's earned it more than anyone in this room. Well, it's not about earning five dollars. This is a game show. Why? What okay, can you? That was my answer. I know it was your answer, but I'm so, I, I can't respond to your answer. Are you yeah. saying that he would put the five dollars <laughs> to use better than somebody else? Yeah, I think I think he'll be more thoughtful. What what would you do with the no five dollars? I'm just curious. How would you? What would be different than like how, like Victor, for instance, who doesn't care? Please say tacos. Please say tacos. <laughs> would you spend it on tacos? Well, plus he just ran out of weed, so I feel like he needs yeah. five dollars. Yeah, I would probably. So like, weed first, food. All right, so, so you can always the, get the, the food. You told the money us about I make that. Actually, just goes into a big kitty. I live co- communally with three other people. So what? You, so you oh, would give it to somebody I'm else? Giving you five dollars for sure now. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. So wait, you give it to the uh, to the rest of your co- community. It just goes in the. You account know what? And I'm not. Just like, I'm giving I, you. I I'm giving you twenty dollars for the community. <laughs> what the hell? We're doing it. I want to be a guest $20. on the show. <laughs> a very I've never even gotten $20. I'm not going to turn it, it is, down. It is the it. first time we have ever upped the amount. <laughs> this guy's throwing money away like show. crazy today. You have won $20 what? on this show. <laughs> very first this time. This is shocking. Way to go, Gil. <laughs> well, that's that's insane. I'm I'm very appreciative of that. So so when you right add on. it when you add it to the fund, what do you think everyone's going to say? Uh, <laughs> Thanks. What if you what if you get yourself a little something on the way home and then Will they say they're proud of you? 
<laughs> Probably not. That's a good question. They should be, though. All right. Uh, they they, should we should all be proud of ourselves. <laughs> I'm we very proud be. of you. I'm yeah. proud of you, too. Very Dave. proud of you, too. I'm proud of you. Very you guys proud are doing a good job. Okay, that was the show. Uh, what did you learn today, Dave? Wow, I learned that you just gave $20 to somebody. <laughs> I, can't, I am just in shock. This is a first and probably a last, I'm going to guess. <laughs> Well, but yeah, I, I'm just in shock. I'm tickled. Is there like a string connected to that twenty? No, there isn't. <laughs> Pull it right back into your wallet. It's all gums. All right, and so uh, if you guys wouldn't mind, please rate us and review us on iTunes. Uh, you can find us at Six Unseemly on all social media and at unseemlyquestions.com. Tunes, buddy. Tunes. <laughs> <laughs>